Listen, fam, I need y'all to step your podcast game up. Terrestrial Radio is dated, censored, and overrated. Even John in Tennessee will tell you. That shit is fucking trash, dog. Get the fuck off the airwaves. So check out podcastincolor.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S-I-N-C-O-L-O-R.com. Barry has put together a directory full of podcasts hosted by people of color. And she even has it divided by categories such as sports, food, hot topics, and so on. So make sure you check out www.podcastincolor.com. Are you trying to get your business up off the ground, but you can't draw or design for shit? He needs some milk. Check out my man Jamie Hill at ZooDesignWorks.com. Jamie has worked with CoverGirl, Under Armour, the Kennedy Center, and even yours truly. This brother is thorough, has great vision, and his work is grade A. Check out ZooDesignWorks.com for all your design needs. Mic check, mic check. Where the f*** is my check? You're now tuned in to Do-Rags and Boat Shoes. Let me go ahead and get this turned down. What is going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into episode 77 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Uh, much love and respect to everybody that listens to last week's shows, who's catching up on older episodes. Just thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And uh, make sure you follow uh, me on SoundCloud. You can uh, on SoundCloud. You can find find me at Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Omaha Hostage, O-M-A-H-A-H-O-S-T-A-G-E. And you can follow me on Twitter at Durags Boat Shoes, D-U-R-A-G-S, Boat Shoes. All right. And I believe that's it. On oh, Snapchat, you can uh, follow me on there at Omaha Hostage. Um, I pretty much just post pictures of sneakers and once in a blue if i'm stuck in traffic if i get off early enough i'll go on a rant about just something random so it, it, it'd be pretty funny i haven't done a rant in a long time and i do a pretty good uh kevin gates impression also but um anyways let's go ahead and uh get started on that good old summer jam screen i guess first things first we will talk about aaron hernandez it was found out this morning uh, this uh, Wednesday morning that uh, Aaron Hernandez hung himself in his cell and uh, everybody speculating how odd this is people getting jokes off about him and everything um, I really don't have any jokes um, I don't have anything to say about this man uh, you know he threw away his career um, by murdering one man and being a ch- uh, accused of murdering two more and then he shot his best friend in the face you know in the head and the brother survived and you know it was just very odd that uh, he would kill himself now after he was acquitted for the double murder because uh, he was he was found guilty of the first murder 
Then uh, they tied him to uh, the murder of uh, two other people, a drive-by shooting in Boston. And uh, he was found not guilty. And, you know, a few days later, he hung himself in his cell. Uh, it seems kind of odd that he would do that. But, you know, it could have been guilt for, you know, being found not guilty, knowing that he, he might have committed the crime. I don't know what was weighing on that man's head, uh, what was in his head going on at the time. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm not going to say rest in peace. It's a sad situation. A uh, little girl's going to be without her father. Um, and you really have to think about shit like that before you, you know, you start doing just dumbass shit. You know, this was a young guy with a lot of money, pretty much probably felt untouchable. And, uh, you know, this is how a, how a life ends. You know, he was only 27 years old, very talented receiver for the New England Patriots. And, uh, you know, it's a... Uh, it's not sad to see but you know it is what it is so we are going to uh move on on this summer jam screen and we're going to talk about the uh, day of infamy it was a couple days of infamy black men were catching hell up and down social media especially on twitter on uh, sunday and monday um like i said it was a day of infamy um man uh, social justice warriors and uh, faux feminists they wanted to say that black men you know are trash based off the actions of a fatherless punk you know by the name of steve stevens aka the facebook killer uh, faux feminists and social justice warriors use the same white supremacist logic uh, that's used to vilify all of us so they start throwing around this phrase called toxic masculinity you're thinking what is toxic masculinity well, I've looked at numerous websites. I read numerous feminist blogs. I've read, um, you know, there was articles up on Forbes and the Wall Street Journal and uh, Wikipedia, which is, you know, anybody can change that. And pretty much what I came up is uh, it's a socially constructed uh, attitudes that decides uh, that describes the masculine uh, gender role as violent, unemotional and sexually aggressive. And, or in other words like a caricature of what a man should be so they're throwing around this phrase uh toxic masculinity and like i said the social justice warriors and the faux feminists you know they were using that white supremacist logic that's used to actually vilify all black people they were saying that a couple of killer simps you know um like the guy out in the west coast who uh for unfortunate you know he killed his wife and a student of hers and i believe he offed himself then you had this bum ass simp steve stevens um out here killing folks live on facebook and you know they were saying that all black men suffer from toxic masculinity black men are trash you know and a lot of this came from uh you know the group that you know has four kids by nine baby daddies you know because of to toxic masculinity you know and uh i will tell you this and i will say it a thousand times hurt people hurt people you know a lot of these uh faux feminists have been hurt by a brother who was out here dirty macking and uh they equate that to all black men because that's the only experience that they've had with black men or you know what i've been seeing recently that some of them you know they say that they're like a queer black femme and they're actually just looking to convert some women that's to keep it 100 you know they want to slander the opposite sex to go ahead and try to uh boost uh their uh their pussy getting card you know trying to you know sway some uh, some some women up on the other side of the fence and always and i mean always 
you know, you have to do your research into a person who constantly uses tragedy to form a narrative about a specific group of people. And again, I will say it hurt people, hurt people. Um, this was the wrong time to do it. Um, and like I said before, I've read many in, uh, essays on toxic masculinity and there's something there. There really is something there. But the way these uh, the way the message is being conveyed is all wrong. Uh, you I was reading articles and you have women's groups trying to educate, you know, college boys or college young men on, you know, how to be a man. And that doesn't work. I mean, you just have to look at the, the, the killer simp, you know, in Cleveland, uh, this uh, Steve Stevens, you know, he was whining and complaining about his girlfriend and his mama not giving him enough ten attention. So he go goes out and he kills for attention. And it's it's shocking, right? The the sole reason that this man was out here, you know, he said he killed 13 people or something like that, but they didn't find the other 12, which is odd. I don't know why he would say that. Maybe he was just hyping himself up. Um, maybe the bodies haven't been found, but this this brother didn't look like the brightest, you know, bulb, you know, out the group. And so, you know, uh, I say that to say this. Um, that was reading articles on Forbes and Wall Street Journal about uh, how women's groups are, you know, trying to teach these young men. And I'm saying that there needs to be older men to shape and mold these young men, these young boys, instead of a hurt woman. Now, I'm not saying that all these women groups are hurt, but I feel like they're probably speaking from experience of dealing with some dusty ass, dirty Mac or they've been sexually assaulted by uh, somebody suffering from toxic masculinity or something, but it's coming from a place of hurt. And so when a woman is giving out this message, you're going to you're going to confuse the young man or the boy. So keeping it all the way funky, you know, if the man was at home originally with his kids, you know, we wouldn't need, you know, these groups wagging their fingers at young men, confusing them and these young men thinking that being a respectable man is to be a castrated man or they go off into the extreme and become a character of a man displaying Trump like behaviors, a.k.a. toxic masculinity. Uh, the man needs to be in the home to show the boy how to be a man and to show the girl how she needs to be treated by men. You know, and we need to quit, you know, bigging up these these single parents and, you know, bigging them up. Oh, you race. You're, you're doing it. all. you know, we love to big up the struggle of single parents, especially single mothers and a single mother. She shouldn't be out here struggling like that. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be. There should be two parents raising a child because once you have those two parents, a child is seeing a healthy relationship between a man and a woman and they're seeing how they treat each other. And that's how they're going to learn how to treat, you know, others in the world. You know, a lot of times um, with single mothers, I'm not saying all, but a lot, you know, they might be hurt. Uh, they might be, you know, you look just like your daddy. I can't stand you and uh, things like that, you know, sending, you know, just bad energy towards the child because the child resembles the father and the father walked out on some old sucker shit being a fucking bum. And I just feel like as a society, you know, we praise all these single mothers and everything like that. So when a dusty ass dude knocks up a woman, you know, and he walks out the the, the child's life you know he there's no guilt there's no shaming mechanism or anything like that 
and and i've seen this online i've seen women talk about how they like to get dick down by dudes who have multiple baby de- uh baby mamas because they got the best dick and all this other shit and i'm like are you joking are you being serious but you see it so many times that you think it's real and there's a you know there's a lot of community dick out here that got you know uh three to six kids out here by different women and not taking care of not one of them and just still out here trying to be a dusty ass playboy and shit like that and then these children grow up the girls grow up you know looking for attention from men the wrong kind of attention because they're thirsting for that masculine energy that they didn't get from their father and you know any kind of attention from a man is a is good attention and it's like uh ashley graham said this the model the plus size model that you know is from lincoln here and uh i got an issue with with what's, what's going on with plus size modeling but i'll get to that in a second but ashley graham was talking about how her dad was verbally abusive and so all through her 20s you know in late teens she was just thirsting for energy you know that male that masculine energy and she was just you know going around here you know uh uh fucking and sucking every time dick and harry that it would give her you know any, any the time of day you know on the second date first day second day and she wouldn't get a call back you know she was just throwing that pussy around just because it was you know um it was attention and any kind of attention from a man was good attention because her father was you know such an asshole to her you know so even if they're in the home you got to make sure the man is healthy and things of that sort but so we go back to this whole uh toxic masculinity thing and then you look at the the boys you know they're going to go down a path of either being some whiny ass punk bitch you know always looking for a goddamn handout and uh you know being so sassy and uh just you know just real just you know it's called aggressive submissiveness um the brother Tariq uh did a show about it and uh you know i couldn't put it into words but he put it in great by saying that you know it's just you know you'll you'll jump bad with women but you know at the same time you know you act like a punk bitch in the face of you know a man another man and i and i see it a lot you know there's a lot of negroes out here that you can tell that was raised by their mama their auntie and their grandma running around here you know snapping their neck and jumping all bad and won't hesitate to hit a woman but you know as soon as they come in contact with a man they can't look them in the face you know they up here you know just punking out bitching out and even in the workplace you can you can kind of see that with a lot of these soft young men they hit you with a limp handshake um they really can't talk to you directly and things of that sort and it's just the man needs to be in the goddamn home that's what it boils down to and we won't have this issue of toxic masculinity if the relationship is healthy you know between the mother and the father then you're gonna raise some healthy kids that's what it all boils down to and i just get tired of seeing people push their personal agendas you know to um basically they refuse to get help for their issues and what they're dealing with so they want to generalize a whole group you know so you like i said before you always have to do your research on somebody who takes a national tragedy or a tragedy to push an agenda about a certain group of people or to fit a narrative about a certain group of people and so black men were getting dragged left and right on twitter and then it just was like this is not the time to be doing that right now you know you got some fucking fuck ass punk bitch 
guy running around here because he wasn't getting enough attention from his mother and his girlfriend. You know how fucking crazy that is? But I guarantee you this brother, he he was just raised by his mama. He was just some old, just he was going through life as a punk, you know, getting bitched out by everybody, you know, from the women in his family. Uh, his, his woman probably ran the relationship and you know he probably was catching hell at his job and this is what he does and then and this is what he does and then even to go on facebook live and kill an elderly man that's some punk bitch shit you choose an easy weak target just like that white supremacist out in uh fucking new york who was talking that big shit who took the uh the bus from uh, Baltimore to New York talking about he was trying to find some uh, big strong black man who's uh, you know fucking all these white women but he ends up killing an elderly homeless man like you're a fucking punk bitch and that's the same thing that this Steve Stevens guy was doing but I, I hate to see you know black men catch hell for the actions of a few you know that's the same logic that white supremacists use you know they they drive this whole narrative about how blacks commit more crimes black women are sexually promiscuous all they do is you know lay up fuck raw and have all these kids and get on welfare and all this other shit and the black man is this whole fucking big black boogeyman villain that's out here raping white women and killing white men and you know and uh you know spitting in the faces of little white babies and so when you see other black women you know trying to you know justify one man's action to a whole group you have to hold them up to the light and look at them kind of funny you know there there's not a you know there's not a, a watermark on them they looking funny in the light to be honest with you and it was just something that it was tough to see i didn't take any of it to heart because i knew it was coming from a hurt place and like i said hurt people hurt people you know and what's even more um fucked up or disturbing is some of these women have you know thousands of followers and they have these young women and some of these soft young men who have the snapchat flowers in their hair uh you know believe in the bullshit and then you know it's influencing the boys to be just soft and to you know do anything that they can to please these women and it's just social media but a lot of times that floats over to the real world you know and i don't want these young women to have these attitudes about black men that they're toxic and all this other bullshit just because somebody with you know 80 to 150,000 followers is doing a tweet storm about how toxic black men are because on the low you know she got dirty by she got done dirty by a couple of brothers and it's just like all black men are like this now there's a there's one on twitter and this woman was uh she had a whole blog about how she loved being a white man's side chick while this man was married she had a whole blog about it and then now she does is tweet about how toxic black males are and all this other shit and then she tried to blame trump being into the white house um on black men and i just want y'all to look at these people when they start generalizing a specific group look at this person like look at this person in the light you know and i try not to make generalizations at all but you know if i've said something that 
you know you felt like you felt offended by or i um you know i generalized a whole group of people but i said social justice warriors and faux feminists because there's fake feminists and this is the same group of women who shit on the model from the kendrick lamar video for not being black enough and the same ones who you know shit on tyrese you know for his his light skin diva or whatever and not understanding that black folks come in all many shapes shades shapes hairstyles everything and this is a this is it, it, it's close to my heart just because of how i grew up being black with freckles and being quote unquote light skin i used to catch hell all the time when people would be like oh you mixed with something i'm like no i'm mixed with black and black and we're like well you ain't really black you know and i and that's when i got a razor sharp tongue and just start hurting people's feelings and you know i could snap on anybody and their mama still to this day i have a sharp tongue just because you know uh growing up you know uh, other kids were so tough on me saying that i really wasn't black and all this other shit so that's something that's just close to my heart but like I, that's why i call them uh faux feminists because you're supposed to be lifting up your fellow woman especially your fellow black woman when in situations like this uh but you know like i said the same group attacks their own women and then you know then they go on and start quote unquote dragging black men for the actions of one dusty ass punk bitch and I told you how to how we resolve this issue. We need to just start back bringing bring back the family structure. You need a healthy family structure. And I'm telling these ladies out here, you know, I'm telling you, you because you control who you lay down with, no matter what. I don't care how fly this nigga is and all this other shit. This little fly wavy nigga got the skinny jeans, you know, got the uh, got the Yeezy uh, bullet hole uh, hoodie on and a fresh haircut and a fresh pair of J's. But this nigga got like four baby mamas yeah, and fucking six kids. But you about to give him the pussy and you about to let him hit it raw. It's always up to you to pick a better partner you know what i'm saying it's it, ladies it's always up to you and then fellas i'm telling you you need to take care of home you really do and you can't you already out here with all these damn kids and you ain't taking care of either one of them none of them and you still out here trying to drop your seed into different women because you don't like how condoms feel like you got the game fucked up you know and i and these women out here who have these you know these single mothers y'all need to start holding these the men to the flame you need to reach out to them you know put them niggas on some papers or something because we can't be out here so reckless with our bodies we really cannot we can't afford that black folks cannot afford that this is so unhealthy we've been seeing this from what the 70s up until now about with this uh this strong black woman who taking care of the family herself and the, the there's nothing wrong with being a strong black woman but at the same time it's better to be a strong black woman with a strong man you know what i'm saying it, it just makes you even more powerful you know you shouldn't have to be the mama and the daddy that shit sucks it's hell i've witnessed it firsthand you know you shouldn't have to take on dual roles you know even society bigs you up for it but i feel like it's a fucking trick you know it needs to be two parents in the household and it needs to be a loving situation that's all i really have to say about toxic quote-unquote masculinity um and then like i was speaking about ashley graham uh what is going on with plus size models like 
I don't know on Instagram I'm just trying to figure out like like Ashley Graham is doing her thing she's making waves for plus size models but black women have always been curvy they've always you know looked great in clothes always been fashion forward but I feel like only like chubby white women are cashing out though on this like this whole full figured plus size wave like you got Ashley Graham you got old girl from across the pond Iskra Lawrence then I saw something on the Daily Mail um I think the woman's name is Nicole uh Miha or Meja M-E-I-J-A I believe that's it and I'm like, why aren't we seeing like groundbreaking photos of a woman of color? You know what I'm saying? Like even Sir Mix Sir Mixelot way back was talking about baby got back, you know, and shitting on the the standards of the modeling industry. You know, black women have always been curvy and things like that, but I feel like with this new wave of plus size models, I'm only seeing white women getting the shine. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe y'all need to point me in the right direction. But I just I'm like, uh, it's, it's dope, you know, pushing a full figure plus size to the forefront because we do need all shapes and sizes. And I do have a problem with gay men making clothes for women and, you know, setting the standard for fashion for women. I'm like, eh, eh, come on. That's why for so long you've been seeing models shaped like 10 year old little boys, you know what I'm saying, to squeeze into them damn clothes. But that's another story. But this whole plus size wave and seeing these these dope, cute clothes, cute bathing suits, you know, for uh, curvy and plus size women. But I just I want to see some women of color at the forefront. Also, there needs to be like four or five sisters, you know, getting that same work that Ashley Graham is getting in Iskra Lawrence. Like every time a damn uh, a catalog come home from my wife, they always see Iskra Lawrence on the cover. And there might be like a couple of women of color on there, like a Indian woman and a black woman. But it's like, why can't we get a woman of color on the forefront? You know, what the fuck is going on here? But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm fucked up in the game. Maybe I'm not looking at the right places. But from my vague <laughs> research, I'm not I'm not seeing anything for top, you know, uh, plus size models. But I mean, shit. I mean, somebody, somebody got spread that wealth. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. So I'ma holler at my man Hove. Hove, what you got? Don't be the next contestant on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. All right, thank you, Tyrone Biggums. Moving on to selling hope like dope. We have to give it to Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker. Uh, this man thought it would be a great idea for the uh state of wisconsin to uh tweet out a picture of a milwaukee bucks jersey and a milwaukee bucks hat in the bucks colors which is uh green and white with the slogan on the hat said make the bucks great again and the uh, jersey had the words trump on the back and the number 45. now the problem is the milwaukee bucks stopped staying at trump hotels back in uh, 2016 back in november and their star player giannis antitokounmpo is a son of nigerian immigrants so help me out governor walker what the fuck were you thinking like i you weren't thinking at all buddy or you were and you were just like yeah fuck it we'll see what happens 
but I, I honestly think that he wasn't thinking at all. Like your star player is is the son of Nigerian immigrants. Like, come on, man. And then there's a player on the team I forgot the brother's name who is uh, who's from Sudan, which is one of the countries on the Muslim ban list. Like, really, my guy? Like, you thought that was a good idea? You thought you was gonna send this tweet out? and get all these likes and all this other shit and you caught hell even from the the owner of the milwaukee bucks daughter you just caught hell and you did not do your research and it just shows how out of touch you are so hopefully with the gubernatorial elections coming up the people of wisconsin will be like yo we got to get skywalker to fuck up out the paint but it could be like nebraska which uh the main cities omaha and lincoln are pretty liberal and forward thinking and then the rest is just some small counties full of uh people on obamacare that hate obamacare so they call it the affordable care act and they want to get rid of obamacare but keep the affordable care act (laughs) and vote for trump and uh, you know people who want to get rid of mexicans but they uh they own a farm and they get most of their product from mexico and they ship some of their product down to mexico and now they're about to get hit with a huge tax so it could be like that and i understand so it is what it is but uh skywalker you was selling hope like dope and that shit that base came back dirty brown you know it it was it was tan to begin with it wasn't pure white or nothing so yeah skywalker selling hope like dope this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so holding the l this week has to be your man's uh Bill O'Reilly, William O'Reilly, this man was fired from Fox News, and contrary to popular belief, everybody thinks it's because of the $13 million that he and Fox News uh, dished out. It wasn't that. It was the backlash from that that caused advertisers to drop, and once you drop that ad revenue, they drop that ass. I don't care how long you've been working on a show once your sponsors your ad advertisers pull out and all the millions of dollars come up out the paint you're gonna get thrown out the game and that's exactly what happened you know everybody's you know uh loving it celebrating it this man has been spewing hate on fox news for over 20 years um specifically towards people of color black folks uh he was mad at the mexicans uh when obama was running for uh his second term and uh he was just talking greasy and crazy and you know he warped the a lot of minds of people who uh who go to fox news as their source of news which is sad and you know even though that he lost his job and they're moving uh tuck the cuck uh carlson up to his spot uh don't be surprised if uh your man's pops up on cnn i don't put it past him i don't put it past uh msnbc either you know the, they're like oh this guy's bringing in about four million viewers per night at the uh, eight o'clock uh news hour or whatever 8 p.m uh, time slot so i don't put it past any of these news stations but most likely he might end up on the blaze um but he he will be back on tv he will he will be back somewhere somehow and uh he just got caught uh taking a photo with the uh the pope and uh, i guess that's supposed to forgive him you know uh you know uh 
fucking hollering at women inappropriately and then uh you know sexually harassing them left and right i guess that's supposed to forgive everything but bill o'reilly he probably got paid you know some a nice healthy severance pay but uh this just goes to show if you fuck with the establishment's money or an establishment's money then you'll get some action you can't in the in america in a capitalistic society you cannot appeal to people's morals it doesn't work it doesn't work at all you have to fuck with people's money you start fucking with people's money and then you'll see some action happen that's that's just how it goes so you guys have to use this as a blueprint any any show that you watch anything that you hear somebody talking greasy or crazy about your specific group of people and you don't like it you start attacking those advertisers like oh you know if you're hispanic and uh somebody says something crazy on the view and the next commercial is about johnson and johnson you're gonna have to holler at johnson and johnson and be like oh you don't like you don't like mexicans you know of something to that extent you know so you have to get a a large group of people behind you and you have to just torment them on social media and just blow up their social media pages all over the fucking place so that's how you have to do it you have to fuck with people's money and not people's but establishments money Uh, these established networks and all this other shit only thing that they understand is money that is it that is why you see groups like uh the japanese after world war ii and them being and putting those determined camps they didn't get that uh, reparations money right off the bat they didn't get that they you know people went back to japan japan became a powerhouse in uh, technology and somewhat in entertainment but they had that money and the technology and then the u.s came to them was like hey we need to use your technology for this that and the third and you know learn how to manufacture this and all this other stuff gaming consoles televisions uh uh audio equipment and things of that sort and japan was like sure but first you need to start cutting the check you know first you need to cut the check and right the wrongs of what you've done to my people to our people so that's just something that you really have to keep in mind and you look at the civil rights movement the civil rights movement really didn't kick off and start you know hurting folks and making headway it wasn't it didn't appeal to people's morals it was all about that almighty dollar you know with um because back then it was people you know uh, you couldn't eat at a white diner but they might serve you at the back door some shit like that but it was that that bus boycott that really it showed the power of a dollar you know folks were walking into their feet hurt to get to work Um, they made carpooling illegal because of that but people were still you know uh, getting together taking rides to work walking to and from work but they wouldn't fucking touch that bus and a lot of people lost out on a lot of money and then that's when it just the nation well the government started looking at it like oh shit we really need to do something and then it appealed to lyndon b johnson just basically getting black folks to vote for him and his party and things of that sort you know putting that pressure on him you know after the murder of jfk so you know it is what it is but excuse me if you really want to make some change you really want to make some kind of grand gesture and uh, do right by by your people and lead a revolution you fuck with people's money that's what you do in a capitalistic society you fuck with people's money especially because you can't go toe-to-toe like arms for arms you're just gonna lose you know you can't go in with a pistol facing a fucking tank you have to start fucking with people's money 
So it is what it is. Bill O'Reilly, you have to hold this L. But I know you're going to show up on TV somewhere else. I know that. You win. Perfect. All right. So moving on to not all heroes wear capes. Uh, Got to shout out the 33 players of the New England Patriots that refused to show up to the uh, White House for their Super Bowl celebration. Uh, just much love and respect to all those players for not showing up uh, for the right reasons. Uh, this is a fucked administration. Uh, it's given the world a horrible view of America. I know we are the big brother of the world, which sucks. I hate that we are. That we play that role in our main export is, you know, pretty much weapons and war. But, uh, you know, just shout out to those players from the New England Patriots who refused to show up. Uh, The New England Patriots uh, give my Colts hell every fucking season during the playoffs when we do make the playoffs. But, uh, you know, I I love seeing this uh, and I feel like Carmelo Anthony started the wave of, you know, standing for something and not being afraid to lose a paycheck. So hopefully this wave continues. And, uh, you know, speaking of Mello, it sucks that him and Lala are breaking up. Apparently he got some woman pregnant on the side. And I don't know what these Negroes thinking by not wrapping it up. And you're a man of means. So, you know, she's going to keep it, you know, to keep getting that paycheck coming in and rolling in. I don't know what these Negroes be thinking by not wrapping it up and raw dogging these side chicks. And then you coming home with the raw dick. You know, you still got the pussy juice on that, you know, on your dick and you're going home to your lady and shit like that. Just just wild. You know, if you're a man of means, you know, wrap it up. Uh, You know, even further than that, just don't fucking do it. You know, a lot of times you got to get that shit up out your system, you know, before you even, you know, try to be married and shit like that. You know, so get that shit up out your system and then just find somebody that you can build and grow with, you know, and. You know, love is part of the equation with marriage, but you also need somebody that's going to have your back and somebody that you can have their back and you guys make each other better. and You grow and, you know, you don't want to risk losing what you have at home. You know, that's what you need in your life. So uh, hopefully they work it out. Uh, maybe it might be like a ludicrous situation, like ludicrous got some 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 woman pregnant and he ended up taking custody of the child. But it takes a strong, strong woman to you know raise somebody else's child just reminds me of fences and uh man how viola davis character was strong in raising that child that denzel's character had on the side i was like god damn you know i don't i couldn't do it i couldn't do it i'm gonna keep it all the way funky i'm a, I, you know y'all better than me y'all better than me but i know if that situation occurred i would not get into the the pearly gates because i would be a very vengeful man i'd get a divorce right then and there and you know i'd go on living my life i wouldn't even look back but um you know but uh it is what it is like i said hopefully they work it out because they do have a child um but this ain't about mellow this is about the new england patriots and uh those 33 players that stood for something you know that's what you have to do a lot of times we look at athletes just as like they're there to entertain us um which they are but you know these are people under those helmets you know on on the staff and um trainers everything these are real people and i appreciate them using their celebrity um and their uh influence to do the right thing 
So, I, I don't know why I'm saying this because I'm a Colts fan, but much love and respect to the New England Patriots. Not all heroes wear capes. All right, so moving on to health over wealth. You know what I say, without your health, you can't enjoy your wealth. And speaking of wealth, this quote comes from Eric Thomas and it says, push that snooze button and you'll end up working for someone who didn't. So if you got a goal, you got a dream, you want to just live a fly ass life and do some fly ass shit with your lady or ladies, you want to do some fly ass shit with your dude or you want to do you guys want to do some fly shit together for your kids. You, you know, you got to be on that grind. You know, hard work does pay off. It really does. Uh, my wife and I are seeing the fruits of our labor uh, happening right now. My wife was just complaining probably about, I don't know, about three, four weeks ago, about a month ago, talking about, like, why are we saving all this money and really ain't shit really popping, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, we're making all these sacrifices to, you know, have healthy bank accounts and, uh you know it's starting to pay off right now for us so i just want y'all to you know kind of feel that energy coming from me you know she's witnesses witnessing it firsthand now and i am too and i just want y'all to experience the same thing you know there's a beautiful feeling of being on your grind and working towards a goal and once you reach that goal you're like okay what's next you know it puts you in a healthy habit of having goals and reaching those goals so i you know it's so so easy to hit that snooze button but if you got that goal or something big plan that you really want that god has put on your heart the universe put on your heart whatever you call whatever that higher power that entity out there you need to work towards it that's what you really need to do you know there's nothing wrong with taking like a mental health day or things like that uh from your everyday grind but you really can't take any days off working towards your dream and that's to keep it 100 you know uh, you might can take a little bit of time off but you can't be taking days and weeks off at a time because you know what somebody might have the same dream as you and they about to reach it about to get to the goal before you so stay on your grind stay vigilant stay disciplined and uh just make it happen you know live your best life i know we living in some times that you know kind of makes you uh be downtrodden and kind of like fuck what, what's the worst that could happen but you can't think like that you need to focus on your nucleus your circle and yourself and you know you need to be that that beacon of hope for everybody in your group and to show everyone that hey shit ain't really that bad you know what I'm saying? So uh, just keep thriving and keep doing what you do best and make sure to take care of yourself, you know, physically, definitely. But mentally is the most important, you know, uh, mental health is something that we really need to pay attention to because it affects everything else. So stay on your grind. Stay disciplined. I will see y'all next week. Much love and respect to all y'all. One. Sort of like the wind blowing, man, get shot in the head, that's the end for him. 
Like ghost face on the purple tape Everybody working late Trying to make it percolate yeah. Like a kite on a breezy day Did things the fast way to live life the easy way But it don't sound right to me So I gotta pray to God that he showed the light to me That the cops gun come soon Real hot outside, somebody gon' pop soon Somebody getting locked up Trying to get rich So them bricks getting chopped up like Siegel in the cell, nigga, he what can up, feel Siegel? the evil right now, he up in hell, nigga. You saying go hard or go home, go shit, you the ghost, stay afloat in your own zone. Or you dead or you telling or running behind a nappy head bitch that be yelling I don't want to relax with the stars I just want the finances to match with the bars Come on. The drought is coming, the bullets went through his back and out his stomach uh, The world keeps turning, B One in the box and one in the infirmary yeah. They gonna always need cheaper, but dust juice is biting I need me a three liter more money for me than I could really turn it up on them with 20s and C. Hating in the worst way, shorty's coming home violating on their first day. Lighting the purple, tighten your circle. Cause when the hating's coming from home base, it hurts you. No doubt. What up, Cindy? What up, homie? It's your boy, Shig Loach. D block, D block. Stay proud, stay proud. Hey, homie, I got you. I got you, daddy. Hey, yo, I see them scheming. They think I'm dreaming, but I ain't sleep. I'm watching them, too. See them. I get out the car to get a cigar. They think it's sweet because I ain't with my crew. What up, dog? What up? The hammer's on me, but I don't want beef. I swear to God, I'm just passing through. Ain't nothing. I hear them talking about my chain. So if he go for it, what am I do? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? The time they gon' give me if this nigga try steal it. They think I'm rich. They want my bitch. They want my car. They think I'm a star. Police is watching. They want me to clap and kill this young boy and screw up my rap. Look at them right there. I'm hearing Siegel inside my head. He telling me chill. My eyes is red. Damn. 